black females out here y'all don't understand the struggles of being a black man out here in america and not knowing whether or not you're gonna make a home to your churn every night because of the police gunning you down but don't y'all be out here gunning each other now okay but we ain't talking about that well don't y'all be rapping about killing each other in music we ain't talking about that either we can talk about killing each other in rap music but we don't like the police killing us stay on subject woman you brought up your kids. Tyrone, you don't even see your kids. And then, yeah, I be trying to see my kids. You know my baby mamas be tripping because I don't want to be with none of them, so they be holding my kids from me. You know that. Okay, but your baby mama saying you don't give them no child support either. Okay, but I still be going out my way to try to see them. They live five minutes from my house, Tyrone. That is out my way, woman. See, y'all, that's why we don't like y'all black women's mouths. Y'all run y'all mouth too much. Y'all always bringing up stuff that's irrelevant. Well, was you cheating on me, Irrelevant? I only cheated on you 10 times. You act like I do it every day, bruh. See, that's why we date women of other races, man. Hey, boo, hey. It is Lexus Exodus, leader of the Black Women Exodus. How are y'all doing? And like always, if you enjoy this content, please like and subscribe, please share, please comment in the comment section. Let me know that you're listening. Also, if you enjoy listening to my content on the go, the show is now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for audio listeners. Go check out my Patreon community where you can get access to bonus episodes and exclusive content and also a private community of like-minded, divested women. It is linked below. Please also follow me on social media platforms. You can check me out everywhere on all platforms at Lexis Exodus. I also have a backup channel just in case something happens to this one. It is called Lex X. That's L-E-X-E-X. -E -E you can find all of this information in the description below. So I want to get started with an Ask Lex letter. And I haven't done one of these in a long time, but I know you guys enjoy them. If you don't, you can skip forward maybe about 10 minutes or so to get to the actual subject matter. Um, I do want to say one thing. I've heard several content creators creators actually set it up so you guys can call in and ask questions on a recorded line and I love that idea and I want to try it out because I love to hear you guys' voices so if you have a question that you'd like answered you can also find the call-in number below and of course I'll leave you anonymous so this particular question is from loyal listener Seren Seren says, Dear Alexis, I'm a 19-year-old African-French student who lives in France. I study at a university, which is the most prestigious university in France and in the world. I am the first of my family in university because none of them got their high school diploma or went to college. Um, although I'm a great student who got a diploma with honors, my family life has been hard with a colorist mother who was a preference, a light-skinned Black woman. She says things like, I'm unattractive with my eyeglasses and no makeup, and that I'm too dark to wear light-colored braids. And she calls me thirsty or fast when I ask for advice over relationships in life. She also fat shames me because I'm a chubby brown skinned girl. My dad is sadly a dusty because he treats my mother poorly and told me 
when I was born a girl that he wished he had a boy going to university. So I'm secretly dating this guy in high school that I met when I was 17. This man was 19 years old and unemployed because he studied at a vocational school and he's still unemployed for almost three years. He's 22 years old now asking me to cover for him financially, but I did it for dinner dates and for him to call his family in Africa, but he never paid me back or even said thank you. Oh my gosh. I started watching your videos and realized that I'm a build it Brenda. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And every time I want to leave him, he gets possessive and ish. But the problem is that he lies, cheats and talks to other light skinned girls with hourglass bodies online and gives them money. And he'll go on dates and affairs while he refuses to spend money on me and I give him money. But the worst part is he sexually assaults me whenever I invite him over in my room by pinning me down and takes my clothes off. And you know what? Um, I realized that he doesn't want to have a conversation, but he wants to hurt me every time I want it. I want him to explain himself for his actions. I just can't take this anymore. I can't tell my family because they won't hold him accountable, but will hold me accountable for dating the wrong man. I don't know what I should do. She says, I want to divest, feel loved by a man and understand life skills, but I can't and feel stuck, especially the fact that I live with my parents and two little brothers, and they are treated differently by both of my parents. Um, I don't know what to do. Okay. My gosh, sis. So this is a lot. So first off, my heart goes out to you, Seren. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that you're experiencing this love. You sound like a phenomenal young woman. And I'm not sure if you're getting positive emotional support and being affirmed on a daily basis. It doesn't sound like you are. So I just wanted to let you know that and be very clear that you should be proud of yourself. You sound amazing. You talk about being an honor student and attending a very prestigious university. I'm so proud of you and I want you to keep going, sis. Um, okay, now that we've gotten that out the way, your family is trash. Period, sis. So first off, I know it's hard to hear that. Um, and I know this is going to be hard to hear, but I learned a long time ago not to value the opinion of the folks that I'm doing better than. Do you get what I'm saying? So you're a first generation college student and you're surrounded by colorist, uneducated, misogynistic, uncultured swine. So who gives a F what they have to say about you? You know, and I know that's harsh and I know some people might think that I'm trying to be funny, but I'm so serious. Like, who cares if, you know, what their opinions are about you being a woman and about you, your complexion and things like that, you know, and I know that's difficult to come to terms with. You're going to value the opinions of those around you, especially the elders in your life, but you're already outpacing them. Do you get what I'm saying? And you're setting yourself up for a trajectory that's going to easily surpass where they are currently at at a very young young age. So I want you to start to really just try to your best to disregard what they have to say about you. It's also not odd to me, believe it or not, that you say your mother is a colorist. A lot of women are just like white women in this aspect. So they'll naively will have these children with darker Black men who have phenotypes that they dislike, then will all of a sudden act surprised when their kids come out darker and when their children have their father's phenotypes. 
And um, when I say that, I think of Laura Govan from Basketball Wives, who is a Latina preference. And she ended up marrying an NBA player and her children look like he spit them out. I mean, they look exactly like him. So yeah, it's so always so interesting when these women partner with these guys that they don't find phenotypically attractive, but they'll do it, you know, because they're pedestalized or because they think that they have money. And then they're surprised and taken aback when their children come out with Afrocentric phenotypes. Anyway, so I'm not surprised that that your mother is like that. The funny part, though, is you say your mom is a preference, um, but once she tries to shame you for your weight or your complexion, just remember her phenotype hasn't stopped your father from cheating and from slinging peen to everyone. So ignore them, baby girl. They don't seem like solid sources of wisdom at all. Um, again, I think that on the trajectory that you're the path that you're on, you will be able to easily surpass them. You've already outpaced them when it comes to education and you're 19. Um, once you graduate and once you get into the real world, you'll be able to easily surpass their current state very quickly. Um, so that's that. I'm more concerned about this boyfriend that you're referring to. So I'm going to be very direct. Um, you need to run, babe. Run, run quickly. So you talk about how he's financially using you and more concerning. You talk about how he's sexually abusing you as well. So let's address the financial issues quickly because that part is pretty cut and dry and straightforward. Close your purse string, sis. Okay. Do not give men money. You say he's 22 years old. That is more than old enough to have a job. I've had one since I was 16. And if any guy is seriously interested in you, they'll want to court you, period, okay? So you should never be touching your wallet while with a guy who claims he's romantically interested in you under any circumstances, okay? Just like you say that you've been able to come up with money to give to him at the young age of 19 and for dates and things like that, this dumb Dusty can do the same. And he is. So you say that he's he's choosing just not to use it on you. So he's cheating on other women. He's giving them money. Um, he's cheating with them. He's tricking off on other women. So that's that. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, make sure going forward, you just never financially pay for dates and do things like that. Men are supposed to court you. Um, he should be being chivalrous if he is genuinely romantically interested in you. Okay. So... Moreover, I'm extremely concerned about you being sexually abused by him. Okay. That is not okay under any circumstances. No means no. And it don't matter if you consider him your boyfriend. It doesn't matter. He could be your husband. I don't care. No means no. And as a matter of fact, there are whole husbands in prison for having non-consensual sex with their wives. And it happens very commonly, more commonly than we think. I read an article when I was prepping for this video about a man who uh, was having sex with his wife while she was sleeping. And guess what? That's not consensual. So he's, he's in prison. Um, so cut that boy off immediately. Um, he doesn't have any redeeming qualities. He's not even faithful. He's broke. And on top of that, he's hurting you. He's sexually hurting you. So I would cut him off cold turkey. Just block him on all social media platforms. Ghost him. Don't, don't even say anything to him. Just block his number. 
Do not communicate with him under any circumstances. Do not pass go. I need for you to totally cut him off because he's a violent, creepy, sick pervert. And I think that his abusive antics will only escalate, you know, if you continue to proceed in this um, interaction with him. Okay. And I don't want to end up seeing, you know, you on the news. Um, I don't want, I don't want you to be physically harmed or, um, you know, further harmed in a very serious manner. Um, so, okay. So once you do that, I strongly recommend that you don't date at all. If I were you, I would focus solely on school. I would also prioritize therapy, honey. So it sounds like based off the treatment that you're willing to tolerate, that you have some complexes and there may be like some self-esteem issues there that you're dealing with to tolerate a loser like him. And I bet a lot of it stems from having effed up parents constantly critiquing you and criticizing you for how you look and your weight and your gender and stupid-ish like that. Okay, so those are very pervasive wounds, um, having that validation, that desire for validation from a parent that you never get. Um, that's very pervasive. And those wounds will subconsciously impact many other aspects of your life, like dating, if you don't work on them and if you don't intentionally um, actively work to heal them. Okay. Um, and very quickly, I also asked my private group this as well. Um, to see what their thoughts were. Several said that they're African. They're saying that, you know, just um, move very strategically, be very quiet, smile and act nice. You do not want to upset them under any circumstances because you'll experience serious backlash uh, because of the culture that you come from. Um, also, you might want to consider contacting authorities Definitely birth control if you decide to continue seeing him. I wouldn't, but I know at 19, I wasn't receptive to much feedback. Um, so if you do decide to continue, you know, interacting with him, you might want to look into contraception. You don't want to end up pregnant by an abusive man. Trust me, this is someone who experienced that firsthand. Um, also studying abroad might be a possible exit plan. So utilize campus resources. They have things that they can help you with, with that. Um, they can help you with housing. They can also help you with employment opportunities. My campus, um, also had like counseling and therapy services that can help you deal with different things like that. Um, but overall, the overall overwhelming sentiment was just to be very careful, be safe, be silent, move strategically and quietly plan your exit plan. Um, oh, also, before I, I forget, someone also recommended if you have a job secretly setting up a bank account so you can stack away money so you'll have the resources that you need when you do decide to leave. Okay, so hopefully that helps, sis. Babe, I'm sending all sorts of kind thoughts and positivity and prayer your way. Um, if you have any tips or suggestions for our good sis in the chat or in the comment section, please chime in below. Okay, <laughs> so let's get to what we came here for. This is another installment of my series called The Blackistan Zoop, where we profile the dusty derelicts, crazy creatures, and animals in Blackistan. I want to talk about the most unprotected tonight. Okay. And Bossy Empress tagged me in a video last night. And side note, I got to give her a shout out because if you haven't already, check her channel out. 
I've been binging hours of her content lately. It is so entertaining. She doesn't identify as a divested woman, so don't come for me. Um, but she is in the BWE space and she makes content relating to a lot of these issues that we talk about on my channel. She's also very transparent about her struggles and her story. Um, and so I really um, enjoy her content. I'm envisioning it lately. She also has a panelist that comes on frequently named Divine and their chemistry and their banter is so organic and it's so good. When I tell y'all I'll be cracking the F up um one one show a dusty came on the panel and he was talking down to them about religion and about how they're sinners and y'all why did divine tell this man he's so fat he looked like he ate two of every damn animal <laughs> like noah's ark <laughs> y'all i hollered so check her channel out but anyway so this topic was inspired by Bossy tagging me in a very disturbing video that Karen Scamuels released recently about how women shouldn't believe their children when they are told they are being sexually abused. Okay. So I wanted to talk about that tonight and talk about how children are so unprotected in Blackistan. You know, we'll hear the Malcolm X quote saying that Black women are the most unprotected in this world. And I've said this before, although we are very unprotected, we're adults, so we have a little bit of autonomy. Um, so I'd like to counter that by saying Black children are the most unprotected. They're the most vulnerable and they're small and they're little and they're defenseless. And we leave these children in very precarious situations with predators. And because they can't defend themselves, they often get victimized. And then even then, when they come out about their experiences, we like to shame them, question them, and call them liars. So trigger warning, I know that this content can be triggering to some of you if you're sensitive to this kind of subject matter. So if it is, please tread lightly. Okay, so now that we know the profile of the most unprotected, I want to talk about this dumb, dusty rapper named Blueface who says that you shouldn't believe children to illustrate how unprotected children are within the community. Okay, so here's a post. Um, and he says, never believe what kids under five say. He goes on to post, they like parrots at that age. They just say what they've heard. And then he responds because he ended up getting dragged by saying, y'all ain't even got kids. Do you see this mess? Okay, because this is the problematic ideology that's common within the community, which is why I stress the importance of divesting, especially if you have children, because your children are much more likely to be victimized being within this community. We know that Black children have astronomical abuse rates in comparison to other racial groups. Um, and these crazy, toxic mother effers really believe this ish. Okay. So these babies are being physically and sexually abused left and right. But according to Blueface, if your four-year-old come and tell you something like that happened to them, you're not supposed to believe them because they're like parrots and they just repeat ish. They lie. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about? 
Like this is the dangerous rhetoric that's common, that's being spewed by a celebrity, for God's sake, with a very massive platform. So these children are unprotected and left for the wolves. Okay, so I want to keep going and I want to take a look at this Steve Wilkos clip that also illustrates how black children are unprotected. Um, where this woman is very vocal about how she was victimized as a teenager and her mother accuses her of lying about her experience. So let's watch this and then we will chat. But she had lied to me before. When LaQuesta was 16, we were all asleep. LaQuesta was on the couch and the family member was supposed to be upstairs. LaQuesta came in and woke us up. She was crying. She's like, he touched me, he touched me. And I was like, who touched you? Who touched you? And that's when she came in there and told me that one of my closest family member had her. He was on the my, on my living room couch acting like he was asleep. And I was like, wait a minute, he's supposed to be upstairs asleep. So I called the police and that's when they came and told me to take her to the hospital. They um, had took him to have him get checked out and after i tried to um, contact the um, hospital social service and the police and i heard nothing and makes me believe that it never happened prior to this allegation she had lied to me about boys she lied about smoking weed she lied about drinking sleeping boys in my house and skipping school so I never know what she would talk to me about next. What hurts me the most is if she was, I didn't believe her because I know how it feels to be. A mess. Okay, so did y'all hear this woman talk about this nasty Nick Nog was on the living room couch acting like he was asleep when he was supposed to be upstairs. The daughter was hysterical, crying, talking about, you know, he sexually assaulted me. And this woman who's supposed to protect this child says she don't believe her daughter because she didn't hear nothing from the hospital and because she used to lie about boys. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how problematic that is? And this is that bullish that's normalized within the community. So children are just left unprotected and they're forced to fend for themselves. And even when they tell about their experiences and get the, the courage to share those experiences, they're often called liars. Okay. Hey, 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 y'all. It is Lexis Exodus, leader of the Black Women Exodus. If you didn't know already, black women are beautiful. Black women are intelligent and incredible. Black women are phenomenal and make great wives and mothers. I want to speak to your manager. Black women should be respected and deserve to be loved. Hey, 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 hey. Shut the fuck up. Black women deserve to be treated like human beings, at least. <laughs> Black 
Listen, guys, if you're like me, you are so tired of your favorite Black female content creators getting harassed by the trolls, silenced on social media, and censored by YouTube. We work so hard to stand up for Black women, and although YouTube allows us to be regularly berated, ridiculed, and degraded by dusties every day on the platform, as soon as we say one word to clap back, we're threatened with channel violations and are told to be silent or we will have our platforms removed. The bias algorithms, inconsistently enforced policies, and persistent trolling on YouTube is unacceptable and needs to stop. If you agree, meet me over on my Patreon, where you will be able to access completely raw, unfiltered, exclusive Lexus Exodus content. You will be able to access uncut, uncensored, and ad-free content, two bonus videos a week, access to the private Discord community, and much, much more. So meet me over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Lexus Exodus. The link is also in the description below. Shout out to my exes. Mm. Here's another clip of a woman telling her mother about what her boyfriend did and how he violated her. And she also calls her a liar. So let's watch this and then we'll unpack. You came to my room again. What? You came to my room. Here we go with this team. Well, I mean, okay, you came to your room then, what? Then what? You touched me. Touched me? Yeah, you touched me. Touch you how? How did he touch you now, Chief? Like, uh, I'm really, for real, at, at this point, you really starting to get on my motherfucking nerves. Like, he is a good man. Here you go with the same bullshit. I thought we had this fucking conversation already. I don't even want to do this shit no more. So what, what else? What, what did you want to tell him? Tell him. He touched you. What did you do? What did you do for him to touch you? I didn't do anything. I was asleep. It was after y'all came back from the club. You know what? Your dumb ass, every time I looked up, you got so last night when me and him came from the club. He came in your room last night. What did you do? What did you do? I was asleep. Okay, and then he did what? What the fuck did he do? What did he do to you? He touched me. Touched you where? Touched me in the wrong places. I, I'm sick of this bullshit. For real. This is you a good motherfucking man. Did. You run around all day in motherfucking movie shorts. What the fuck was you doing when he came over here and but he why came out the room? Why are you mad at me? It's your boyfriend. You motherfucking daughter. You trying to take my motherfucking man. That's a problem. I'm not trying to take your That's man. That's a problem. Why you wear little ass shorts when you here? You model. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. So did y'all see how disgusting that woman is? How vile and how disgusting she was? So this poor girl worked up enough courage and bravery to share something like this with her mother. And her response is to get angry at her, to victim blame, and to talk about, oh, no, he's a good man. What do you do? You dress inappropriately and you wear booty shorts. So this is this is what I'm talking about. And this is not uncommon within the community. Okay. So in fact, your boy, Kevin Samuels, says the same. And I promise y'all this is not clickbait. 
I thought, oh, maybe, you know, they're overreacting about this video. Um, I know this man didn't say verbatim not to believe kids when they tell you, you know, they've been abused because they're liars. But no, when I tell y'all, that's exactly what he says. So let's watch this and then we'll unpack y'all. If you're not getting back to the child's father, how do you think you can make your asset to the, how do you think you can make your child an asset to the kind of man you want to marry? How can I make my child an asset? To the kind of man you would want to marry? Um, I would have to, I feel like I would have to train her to be an asset as in get her ready for life in general. Put her in classes, make sure she's smart, make sure she's not, you know, put in that time to make her a better, a better person. Correct? Okay, let's pause right there. And I, I know we got we got a little bit more to go, but I just wanted to pause right there because ain't that such a weird question, y'all? So here we have Karen asking, how would your underage daughter be an asset to my life if I dated you? Like, why in the world would a grown-ass man be asking you, how can your little daughter be an asset to me? What benefit is she to me? Okay, this ish is very fucked up and it gets worse. So pay close attention, y'all. I'm asking. No, I'm asking because I'm, I'm asking. asking. Am I right? I'm, no, I'm, uh, the question is how to make some your child an asset to that man. That makes her that makes her an okay person. But how 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 can your doubt? And this is a question all all women are going to have to answer for themselves. How are my children benefiting you as my as my husband? I never thought about that. Well, and that's what, the problem. What would you suggest? I'm just wondering because I um, it, I would say it's going to be extremely difficult. But what I would suggest is women who actually think about it from the man's side, understanding that my child today is a liability because it costs. So number one, um, is she well mannered, well behaved, smart, taking care? Does she understand? And do I really believe that you're going to come second to my husband? Mm -hmm. Is my husband going to come first? Or is it we're a package deal? If you're a package deal, that's no deal. I'll be honest, it's a package deal, that's no deal. Because let's say you and I were to get married, you got a daughter, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say we have two kids together. Mm -hmm. And your child is five. So 10 years from now, your daughter comes home and says, Kevin touched me, looked at me getting out of the shower. What happens next? The relationship would have to end. Huh? That's not something the relationship would end immediately. Because because your daughter said I looked at her getting out of the shower. Why would that person even be close to the bathroom to see her? Okay, let's pause there. Okay, and I don't know if y'all heard that. And actually, let me rewind it because y'all probably missed it. So 10 years from now, your daughter comes home and says, Kevin touched me, looked at me getting out of the shower. Kevin touched me, looked at me getting out of the shower. Kevin touched me, looked at me getting out of the shower. He says verbatim, what would you do as a single mother if your underage daughter, your five-year-old, told you that Kevin touched her? Then he caught himself mid-sentence because that sounded awful and he realized how bad that sounded. So he, he caught himself and corrected himself and fixed it, I guess, to say, what would you do if she said, I looked at her getting out the shower? And this woman answers without hesitation, like she should, and says, yeah, it would be over. 
No questions asked. You get kicked to the curb, Dusty, like a good mama bear should do. Okay. Let's keep going. That that would that would be the thing. You have to defend your seed. You have to defend your child. Mm -hmm. But but you also remember you got two of my kids. Mm -hmm. So that means I should never listen to it. That means I should avoid women like you because off the rip, your desire to defend your child blew up two. I'm you got two of my kids, and off rip, your protective instinct says everything, including those other two kids. Do you? No, you said the relationship would have to end. So what would I you mean, tell what would you tell what would you tell our two children? That's a tough situation. No, you said the relationship would have to end. So it, I mean, it would have to end because but, but what I, would I you tell to any of my kids? If I had three kids, one by someone else and two by my my But what I'm telling you what, what I'm saying is what we tell our two children. Your half-sister stated this happened and this is not a comfortable situation and we have to part ways. You can get the f out. You can get the f out. Because mm, I'm not the one paying the bills. No, you know, because you're not taking my kids. Mm -hmm. See, that's what I mean. Y'all act like y'all got too much power. It's not power. I, I'm really first of all, you didn't even act, first off, you didn't even I just said if she said it. You didn't even you didn't even you didn't even question whether or not the claim was there. Mm -hmm. Because that's your child. And that's why I'm saying your child can never be an asset to anybody. Do y'all hear that? Do y'all hear that? So he's saying verbatim, women, if your kids tell you they've been abused by a boyfriend or by a stepdad, or if they're made to feel uncomfortable by another adult, you should question them. Okay, it gets worse. So let's let's continue to watch. Because that's the bomb that's always there. Okay. What could what could a man do about that? I could provide everything. We could have children, and automatically you're gonna jump off rip, go for your child, your child. So don't ask me to treat your child like it's biologically mine when you be willing to blow up my biological children's shit for something else. To, and you know, kids can say anything. They can, but you have to. Protect your kids at all costs. Then, then, you got to talk. then, no, mm -hmm. leave. No, no. See, I want you to. Okay, so he's doubling down. He's standing 10 toes down on this mess and says, Kids lie. They say anything. You don't believe them. Child, I can't. Understand that you have no empathy for men. You, it's about you and your kid. Mm -hmm. I'm somebody's child. Yeah. What about those children we have together? Man, you're not right in this. I'm not debating you. But, 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 but I'm, but I'm, this, we're debating the concept. Yeah, you got to protect your kids at all costs. So then you need to go be with your child's father and y'all need to work that out so that can never come up. Uh, y'all, what it sounds like is you don't need to go back to your child's father. It sounds like the takeaway here is to stay away from Yig Nogs like Kevin. Because this ish is problematic and predatory. This don't make no damn sense. Let's keep going, y'all. Because let's switch the situation. If I'm that child's biological father and she comes out of the shower and 10 years later, daddy 
looked at me a certain kind of way. And, and I'm her dialogical dad, then what do you say? See, but, but see, but you notice how you couldn't pull rank on me? You couldn't pull that? We got to separate. Okay, so then this fool asks, what if the roles were reversed and I was the biological father and this was my child? Okay, and he tries to act like he done pulled a trump card. Um, he acts like he this is some big gotcha moment when in all actuality, people just don't anticipate situations like that. So she, you know, she's a little bit taken aback and she's thinking and he acts like, you know, he does this often. He acts like he has a, a big gotcha moment and will ask these questions rapidly that aren't a part of normal everyday scenarios that aren't a part of normal conversations and then act like he done pulled this big trump card this gotcha moment where you don't have an immediate answer you you see what i'm saying it, it's a silly tactic that he used like all this filibustering all this deflecting it's like no i haven't thought about this made-up scenario this made-up hypothetical situation with this non-existent pretend daughter that approached me about feeling uncomfortable about a non-existent hypothetical father that she has you get what i mean like normal people don't think about situations like that unless they happen but when he sees that, you know, she hesitates, he pounces. It's supposedly some type of gotcha moment, okay? And also, before we keep going, he talks about in this hypothetical situation how, yeah, you can't pull rank on me because I'm the dad, which isn't true. So not only are you loud, not only are you problematic, you're wrong. Unless you're married, a single mother has all parenting rights and has full custody, okay? She could very well still say, no, dude, I'm out. Nah, nigga, no, Dusty, I'm good. I'm going to take my children, we're going to go. And even if that's their father that's victimizing them and making them feel uncomfortable, you still have to protect your children. Children are defenseless. They, they didn't ask to be here, okay? So we can't just allow them to be in these dangerous, precarious situations where they feel uncomfortable and do nothing, okay? <sighs> okay, so let's keep going. You couldn't pull rank on me. You couldn't pull biological rank. You want to, but you're like, well, damn, it's his, it's his kid too. It would have to be an end situation as well. And if you'd have to get the fuck out. And you'd have to get out. And you'd have to get out. Understood. I completely understand that. So it would be for who? You'd be leaving. Mm-hmm. She's but like, that's, that's what you're fine. Talking about. You're talking about the situation I'd be leaving with my child. I understand, Kevin. And I want everybody in the audience to understand this is why you don't deal with women with children because, especially in our community, there is no blending families when this kind of stuff comes up because you single mothers are too used to pulling rank. This is why you're so, single mothers are potentially so dangerous because you're not used to having to actually split the responsibility. It's your child. And that's fine. But then if, why should any man have to deal with that? So I feel sorry for you ladies, but this is the positions a lot of women put themselves in and then we're supposed to do what about it? 
Because if it was biologically my child, you said it would be over. Why why would you not question your child? Why would you not question your Why would you not just say, girl, whatever, that's your daddy? Y'all hear that? I told y'all this wasn't clickbait. This man said verbatim, look how big her eyes got. Because this man said verbatim, if your underage child comes to you and says, daddy's a pervert and he makes me uncomfortable, you should dismiss your child and say, girl, whatever, that's your daddy. Child. Why would you just, why, why would you blow up a marriage? Why would you just believe her? Why would I just believe my daughter? Yeah. Children lie. <clears throat> Are you kidding me? Excuse me? The Lordy Lord. I can't, y'all. This man said verbatim, children lie about being abused. Do not believe your kids when they tell you they've been sexually assaulted by an adult because they lie. Let's just let that breathe for a second. Because I don't think y'all understand the magnitude of someone with his size of a platform saying some dangerous rhetoric like that is. Let, let's really pause for a second to let that sink in. Because this is by far the most disturbing unsettling thing I've ever heard come out this fool's mouth. This is actually dangerous. This is exactly the type of rhetoric that contributes to the astronomical high sexual abuse rates of black girls who get abused statistically more than any other group of children. And this is why they're more likely to become victimized in this manner before the age of 18 than anyone else. Okay, this man with this million subscriber platform just said verbatim, do not believe your children when they say they were abused because they're liars. Woo. And it's, it's one thing to say black women are overweight, will die alone, we're unattractive. It's like, okay, Nick Nog, we don't care what you think. Who cares what the brokest men on the planet think? Who cares what the men with the least resources think? We don't care. But to go so far as to say, you shouldn't believe your children when they tell you, mom, I've been sexually abused. I feel uncomfortable. That's disgusting, despicable, irresponsible, and that is not okay. I've never seen anything like that. And you can see this poor woman because she has a daughter at home. And I don't even know why she's entertaining this foolishness. But you can see her visually very uncomfortable. She has this visceral reaction. It's because her gut is screaming. Her intuition is telling her, this is crazy. This is problematic. This is not okay. Because let my child come to me saying some ish like that. And that's an interesting thing. He says, let's reverse the rules and let's say I'm the biological father. Yeah, let's do that, Karen, because we know he's been married before. He, he's had two failed marriages and he also has daughters from those former marriages. 
So let's do that. But let's say this time your daughter comes to you tearfully and says, oh, mommy's new boyfriend is inappropriate. He creepy and he looks at me weird when I'm getting out the shower. You mean to tell me you want to look in your daughter's face? Give her a straight face and call her a liar. Fix your mouth to call her a liar. This is that bullshit, black women. This is that nonsense he's been able to get away with spewing over there. Meanwhile, y'all coming over here to my comments critiquing me about the language that I use. But it's okay to have a million subscribers and to tell them not to believe their children who say they've been sexually abused. This is Blackistan, y'all. This is Blackistan. Your children are unprotected. As a matter of fact, they set up to be led to the slaughter. Because y'all put these children in these vulnerable, compromising situations. Then when they get victimized and preyed upon, y'all turn around and accuse them of lying when they tell you about their pain. Divest, y'all. This shit is not normal. Divest. All right. That's all I got. Until next time. See you guys. Bye.
black men are beautiful.